What does a narcissistic person look like? I think that's the biggest challenge is the way that they look on the outside is a completely different person in the way that they look like on the inside and that's why it's so difficult to spot them because it's almost like dealing with two different people but they're they're the same person but the person that is inside just is typically vulnerable and weak and like a scared child the person that they project outside to the world is arrogant and cocky and they think that they're better than everyone else and so you're you're dealing with like almost two different personalities within the same body and that's just why it's so hard to to just recognize them it's hard to pick them out in a crowd you know you have to really look at their character traits you know a person that's cocky and thinks that they're better than everyone else and they exhibit grandiosity and they lack empathy that's a dead giveaway for a narcissist and they need admiration though that's the person that's the personality disorder that right there that's the definition grandiosity lack of empathy and the need for admiration and that's why it's so difficult to hang around with these people or to date these people because they like to control other people and there's a ruthlessness in getting their needs met and that's why you know they rise they raise that's why they they happen to they're they're very sorry they're very effective at rising up the ranks narcissists only make up 1% of the population but when you think of the hundreds of people that you know chances are there may be a few narcissists mixed in There's usually a family member that's a narcissist. There's usually a boss that's a narcissist. You know, if we comb through people that are in our life, it's usually, you know, I always have a saying that there's always one rotten apple and that one rotten apple is usually the narcissist. You know, that one person that just seems so selfish and so self-centered and doesn't really, you know, care about other people. But here are some things to look for. Um, this was in a couple different articles that I read, but the, you know these different articles kind of sum them up the same way. Um, narcissists are bullies. They're just bullies. And they tend to be a sore loser and a sore winner. You know, if you think of sports, you know, they're not the grateful person. You know, people that are grateful, they're usually grateful that they, that good things happen to them. But narcissists are sore winners and sore losers. 
You know, the narcissistic people are the ones that try to humiliate the referee. You know, when they do win, they might humiliate the the team that lost. I remember when I was very young, I used to play softball as a young teenager and you know, at the end of the softball game, you were always taught that regardless of who wins or who loses, you get in a lineup and you slap the hand of all the team members. You get up in a, in a lineup and it's, for my team, you act like a professional. Even if you lost, you go through the lineup and you say, good game, good game, good game. And so you're congratulating the other team, good game. And it's all about, you know, working together as a team. But there was always one rotten team that we played against. And what they did is they spit on their hands. So when we said good game and we, you know, gently slapped their hand, we got their spit on our hand. That's an example of sore losers. And they they humiliated all of us. I can't remember because this is so long ago. I don't remember who won or who lost. But that's an example of acting abusive towards, you know, the other party. It was disgusting. And these were girls. We were all girls. Young girls. Um... Another one is you constantly feel underappreciated. You know, think of a boss that makes you feel underappreciated. Chances are your boss was a narcissist or is a narcissist. Because a good boss makes you feel included. A good boss makes you feel that you're doing a good job. A good boss makes you feel like you're part of a team. If you constantly feel underappreciated, it's because you're working for a narcissist. It's the grandiose narcissist. If you're not grandiose, then you're introverted, hypersensitive, defensive, and anxious. Now, there's two faces of narcissism. On one end, there's the hyper-aggressive, super loud type. But there's also a softer form of narcissism. It's called the covert narcissism, which is the hypersensitive, defensive, and anxious type. Both are very popular. They're just the more introverted personality. But they share a common core trait, which is they're conceited, they're arrogant, and they give in to, you know, they give in to one's own needs and they disregard other people. Another trait is they think that everyone else is stupid. 
You know, everyone else is just dumb. I mean, many narcissists, they're just know-it-alls. Everyone else is stupid. They have a superiority complex. I'm not saying that narcissists aren't smart. Many narcissists are smart. But when you think that you're smarter than everyone else and that you're a genius, that's when it just gets a little out of control. You know, that you like to swear at people. It's that person that likes to cut you, you know, cut off people and then they swear at you driving a car. They have that road rage. Those are usually the narcissists. You know, they're, narcissists are more argumentative and they curse more than the average person. They're more self-righteous. They believe that their views are more superior to other people's perspectives. person with narcissism might believe he has a closer connection to God or that because he goes to church, he is more God-like. So there is this religious aspect too that some people that are very religious tend to think that they're better than everyone else. And that goes against what religion is all about. Spirituality isn't about being better than everyone else. It's about being a good person. I mean, I remember growing up and going to church, and as a little kid, I was always confused why everyone dressed so fancy. And then, you know, when church was over, everyone was gossiping and judging everyone how everyone else dressed. I never understood that as a little kid. It really, really confused me. And it really made me, like, kind of feel self-conscious. Like, am I dressed up enough? Is my family dressed up enough? Because I would see women wearing mink coats, driving Cadillacs, going to church. And it just was so pretentious and so narcissistic. That's not what church is about. You should be able to go in jeans and sneakers to church and feel comfortable. And because church to me is about, it's about being a good person and praying to God. It doesn't matter what you wear. And here's another one. You know, you feel justified in being mean to people goes back to the original topic of bullying. You know, vindictive narcissists are usually vengeful. And they are okay with acting this way because they feel like they've been wrong. So there's this revengeful aspect. They enjoy leading other people and telling them what to do. It's this, you know, there's different, I look at the intention. If one person is just like genuinely trying to help you out, like you look at the intention. 
you know, narcissists like to be controlling and they like to dominate others. There's a difference. If a person is just helping you and they're not getting anything back and they're just genuinely trying to help you out, that's one thing. there's this comment that one psychologist wrote that you know you are likely young and male and possibly an entertainer chances are you're a narcissist I think that if you're it doesn't matter if you're male or female I think that when you're in the entertainment business whether you're a celebrity you're an actor actress performer there, you have to have a level of narcissism in you to be able to get up and to perform in front of people. You, you thrive on people looking at you and admiring you. Sorry, there's a helicopter going over me right now. Um, you hate having to feel emotions. Feeling, feeling an emotion challenges their sense of perfect autonomy. To admit to a feeling of any kind suggests they can be affected by someone or something outside of themselves. So feelings can make a narcissist feel very, very vulnerable. Narcissists hate feelings. A narcissist will change the topic when feelings come up. That's something to look for. If you start talking about feelings or how you feel or asking them how they feel, just notice, pay attention if they change the subject. You're more attractive than other people. That's another thing that narcissists think. So these are some traits to look for. Good luck.